podcast is not safe for work. It will contain mature words and languages. His name is Sylvester Stallone. He's the star of a new film called Rocky. He's been described as tough, handsome, talented, sexy, sensitive, dynamic, brilliant. He's been compared to Nicholson, De Niro, and Brando, but he is Rocky. He's the man who could be loved by only one woman because somehow she gets beneath the pain. He's every nobody who ever needed somebody. Rocky, do you believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. I'll break both your arms so they don't work for you. He's every man who ever settled for something less. What about my pride, Nick? Nick, you have pride. I ain't had no pride. I ain't had enough. I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that. Terrific. I mean, you could be a heartbreak. You walk down the street breaking hearts the way you look. Very shy. He's the man who never had a chance until now. Rocky. His whole life was a million to one shot. His name is Sylvester Stallone, but you will always remember him as Rocky. Gonna fly now. Gonna fly now. Anyways, I'm your host, Ted Flint. Welcome to Matinee. We are in the workouts version of season two because we don't get to move on to season three, unlike the other TGS Tailgate Society podcasts until baseball's first pitch, which hopefully is going to happen this year because season one went, what, 45 episodes last year <laughs> and a half? Took a little bit. Just a, just a few. So, as always, everything com is brought to you and barbecue sauce. Find their sauces at deadlbbq.com, at most fairways and Walmarts, and of course on deadlbbq.com they have recipes, and you can order their sauces straight from there. It is NFL playoffs coming up. I guess it'll actually be by the time you listen to this, the wild card season will be done. So get some sauce on your meat. Go to the website thetailgatesite.com. Amazing written content there. Our friend Nicole Gustafson wrote an awesome article about getting through 2002 by cooking. And always subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart, and Spotify, and you can listen to amazing podcasts like Culture Check, Bitter Units, Old Man Strength, Drunk Dialing, and Baseball. So hit us a subscribe. Tonight, as always, I'm joined by Jake Voss and Sean Chantes Fessman, but I am bringing on one of the hosts, if not the host, of Culture Check, Arnold Woods, to discuss first Rocky. How's it going, Arnold? What's going on, y'all? Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Man, man, what a drop! What a drop that was. He reminds you of De Niro, Brando, <laughs> but he's Rocky. One of my oh, favorite God, parts man. of these podcasts is uh, I don't ever watch the trailers, so Ted like almost always plays the trailer to open the podcast, and so it's like the first time I'm experiencing it, and I'm only listening to it. So and that was it's definitely incredible. a '70s trailer. So, but. We saw everybody just in case to us because you like listening to get drunk and talk about baseball and sports in general. I haven't seen Rock, which we have, but we haven't. And again, like, consider yourself. Arnold is our guest tonight. Arnold, I'm going 
get in 90 cents to spoil the shit out of Rocky. Everyone has seen it, so they can follow on the post. Tell us what happens, Rocky. I think what Ted tried to say was <laughs> Arnold spoil Rocky for us and let us know yeah. what happens in the movie. <laughs> it's a he's, you're breaking up a little bit. I thought it was just me, so I'm glad that it, it's not just no, me. No, it's Ted. It's Ted. Okay. So it's funny. So you want me to spoil Rocky? You want me to just like give my synopsis? Yeah, yeah. Just it's basically just a summary of of what happens, like in a a couple minutes or whatever, ninety seconds, something like that. What's incredible is it's a small movie, honestly. So it won't even really take that long. And if and I'm sure we'll get into this later, but like comparing it to the to the later movies, to like the sequels that are so outlandish. Like this is a really small contained movie. It's about a guy who's like a kind of like a folk hero in, on his block in Philly. And he is, uh, you know, he's a local boxer, and he, you know, he has his friends. He has Pauly. He has um, Mick at the, at, the, at the gym, who kind of becomes his trainer. But, and, you know, Adrian, who's Pauly's sister. Like, there's a bunch of people in his orbit, but really the, the movie is about him and his relationships with these people. And, you know, the fictional heavyweight champ of the time, Apollo Creed, is trying to um, get a fight going because of the person he was supposed to fight um, is unavailable. And so he comes up, him and his, his team come up with this plan to give a local fighter in Philly a shot at the title. And so they pick Rocky. And it's about Rocky, you know, training for this fight, and he doesn't want to do it at first because he knows he doesn't have really a shot. But it's about him kind of being the underdog and – um, coming up with this, with the with the moxie and the guts to to do this fight, really, and and that's what the the movie ends on him fighting Apollo Creed and um, lasting 15 rounds. Like his goal isn't to beat him; it's about his goal is to last the 15 rounds, which he does. So that's Rocky for you. Shout out Stallone. Shout out Carl Weathers. Shout out Talia Shire as a. Uh, as Adrian, I, I, a few months ago, I watched the first Godfather movies, the first two Godfather movies for the first time. So shout out to shout out to Talia Shire, who's also in those. Is Ted back? <laughs> I'm not. Uh, he might be gone guess, for the moment. I, I don't Ted's know if he does. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, so you talk about the movie being kind of like small in general, just of, of what's happening or whatever. I, th- I think that's interesting. It is. It's a. It's very like, just kind of shows the difference of like today's movies. I know uh, you messaged earlier uh, today and said like how Creed is it very much takes like a lot of things from this movie, but Creed is also um, much bigger or feels anyway much bigger than what Rocky feels. Yeah, it's interesting. I think that like even there are certain things that like you know, there's certain open homages in Creed to Rocky, right? From, you know, when he's when Rocky's training, the big training montage where he at the end he climbs the steps and you know, he does that at first, but then he does it again in a more triumphant way, maybe because he's in better shape or whatever, but like he's wearing the the great jumpsuit and in the big middle set piece training montage for Creed, like he's running through Philly wearing the gray sweatsuit. And, um, you know, he's trying to 
have a relationship with the girl who was rebuffing his advances at first. Rocky, it's a lot more cringy. That part does not oh, age yes. well. Absolutely. <laughs> that part is not aged well, but um, they did it a lot better in Creed, thankfully. But, you know, it's, just, it's this guy trying to prove himself. And there are certain beats, again, like I said, that are, are lifted directly from Rocky and Creed, but, like, it's – the story is the same. It's about a guy who is an underdog and um, trying to prove himself and, and gets the – you know, he gets the fight from the from the champ who is, you know, looking – in Creed, it's the champ who's about to go to jail, but it's these extraordinary, extraordinary circumstances that allow this fight to happen. I think the one major difference, and I'm, I'm interested to hear y'all's opinion on this, like in Rocky, he's I didn't realize he's already past his prime, like in the first movie. Like he says, like he's he's just on the other side of his prime. Like Mickey comes in, Mick comes in to try to convince him to be his trainer and he's just like talking about these guys that he worked with in their primes and he was like, I wish I even had a prime. So whereas Creed he's more positioned as like this young up and coming guy, but um I thought that was interesting. What did y'all think about that? Yeah, I mean it's 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 strange like I guess kind of watching it back to you know what are we 35 years down the road now and you see like a young Stallone actually looking young so like I guess in my head you I originally thought before I had ever seen this one I was telling I told Ted before like I've seen the, like the first Rocky um a uh once or twice uh but like I always kind of envisioned it as, you know, he was supposed to be a, a young kid that was, you know, fighting his way up. Um and then yeah, when you watch that and it's that's not the case, you know, he's on he's on the backside of his career, you know, where it's ending. It's definitely a an interesting way to to build that plot around that, you know, that this almost was supposed to be like a sort of last hurrah on his career and then you know you got to fight Apollo Creed and then we call it a day but obviously you know he shows up does the you know goes the distance and uh starts to actually build him for Rocky Balboa yeah I think I think it's interesting that so I I couldn't remember if I had ever watched this movie when I was like younger watching it now it was the first time I'd ever watched it and I know that um but I so everything I knew about the movie was just through osmosis of like pop culture and seeing people talk about it and whatever. And I didn't have the thought that he was like a young and like young up and coming boxer. But I I didn't realize that yeah he was supposed to basically be on the ass end of like his career of at least a, of being a boxer right like he's what thirty one supposed to be thirty one in the movie. I mean that's pretty. Like when you talk about somebody's prime like that, it's usually at least, especially then it's, you know, your mid to late twenties. So um, it's really interesting that that is the time that this, especially considering what the franchise goes on to do that that's the launching point of the Rocky Balboa character. <clears throat> we must still be out of Ted. Uh, Ted's still, still just trying to get his stuff rebooted. Uh yeah, and it's I think uh, I think Ted or someone had kind of mentioned, you know, like that it is it's a two hour long movie that had its uh not exactly exciting kind of drawn out parts. So there's 
there's little parts that um that if you're not really you know baited into paying attention a reason to pay attention you can you can lose some focus on this movie too like it's it's a you know obviously a great storyline it's lived this long but uh they certainly uh certainly made movies a little different in in the 70s than than they do now of you know they they drag some of that stuff in the middle to to it almost feels like kind of fill some time like it's just some stuff just takes longer than it needs to take yeah this uh, movie for sure showed uh showed that it was made in 76 uh i did have to force myself at times to just like just keep focused on it um it's it's just interesting to see the different things uh like I the it, you know when it's supposed to be set i guess as far as time-wise so like the environment of the movie doesn't throw you off or anything but just the style of some of the ways they do things like the the, one of the first things that struck me is like the boxing is not good (laughs) right because because now because nowadays because nowadays (laughs) you have like your cuts to different angles when punches are thrown and stuff so you don't see that they're fake punches and you could do a really good job of that in this movie and I would assume some of the others, and it probably gets better, but like you can definitely see just how fake a lot of the punches are, right? Let me yeah. ask y'all real quick: Are y'all boxing fans in general, like real life, or casually? I'm, I don't really yeah. follow it more. Anymore, I, like I'll follow big UFC events more than anything, but not really boxing. So I grew up a boxing fan. Go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, maybe about 10 years ago or so, like, I kind of got into it. I didn't, uh, I didn't get like, super into boxing, but I would watch it quite a bit. Um, and then just kind of over time, I stopped paying attention and kind of fell out of it. But I'll catch, you know, some fights here and there, but I, I don't follow it by any means. Yeah, I'm not as, like, deep into it as I used to be because I grew up, like, a huge boxing fan to the point that, like, I would try to talk about boxing to my friends at, like, an elementary and middle school, and they, like, didn't know what I was talking about. Um, but I grew up watching it with my dad, and so boxing movies in general are tough. Even in Creed, like, it's just, it's hard to recreate boxing in real life. It's, it's, like, that's a really challenging thing to do. And there will be times when guys are boxing and stuff and – uh, for movies, and it just has to be choreographed really well. And even when it's choreographed, it, the best choreographed boxing movie, it's still going to look fake in a lot of points. Like 60% of it is still going to look really fake, and that's right. just kind of the nature of it, which is tough. But I mean, it's worse, obviously, um, you know, 40 or, or 50 years ago when this movie came out. But um, even, even in a movie like Creed, like it, you can still see the kind of see the seams a little bit but so I, I give it a pass in that regard but uh, it is there are some there are some tough moments for sure yeah i was i wasn't even trying to like kill the movie it's just like you don't have a lot of the tricks or at least right. easily accessible tricks that you have today so that no, was one i of the doubt it i leave and you come back trashing one of my favorite movies Jake. <laughs> i get it you, you probably like cut my internet on purpose so you could like just talk shit i'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna re-listen to the first too. 10 minutes of this so we upset i'm not gonna do it so, but yeah, sorry, I'm back. I'm sorry I interrupt you, but go ahead. I'm not doing the movie. Oh no, you're good. We're just we're just talking about that was uh, one of the things that kind of jumped out to me is uh, 
like it's kind of dating the movie like uh, you know when it takes place so like the set of the movie doesn't really any of the background didn't really jump out but that was one of the things that really um as far as it being an older movie jumped out so i kind of mentioned at the top oh go ahead go ahead no man you you finish your thoughts i had a question for you arnold so you go ahead no i i've my question was it's so i'll just Ask, I guess, I mentioned at the top, like I had watched the first Godfather movies um, uh, recently for the first time, and Talia Shire is, is in those as well. But um, it's definitely 70s. Like the entire vibe is like this movie reminded me of, the, of watching those Godfather movies in terms of like the way it's shot and kind of like the somber tone and things like that. Obviously, there's, you know, one is a gangster movie, even though he, you know, he's a Rocky is a. a you know, a, a heavy for for a local guy <laughs> who who turns out to be like a good guy. Like he's just like he's yeah. like the like the local mobster with the heart of gold kind of weird. Gazzo? Kind of weird Gazzo. yeah, kind of weird character. <laughs> but like um the tone and the way it's shot is 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 just really similar. So like does this kind of remind y'all of other seventy seventies movies that you've seen or like, you know, this movie won Best Picture, right? So this is a yeah. this was a big movie at the time and so it reminded me of screenplay? those two movies, but that's yeah, what like Sloan won his Oscar for. So did did this kind of like? Are there any other seventy movie seventies movies that y'all are into that this reminded you of, or what did you think about that? Well, just real quick on the Godfather thing, because you talk about the Godfather, you say you've been rewatching it, and uh, obviously uh, Adrian is in that, and I, her name's escaped me. Even though you said it like three times now, Shyla. How do you pronounce her Tal- name again? Tal- 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 Shire. So it's really di- how different is it for you to watch this because she's kind of a little bit of a smoke show in that. And then she's Adrian in this. Was that, was that like, like a, did that throw you for a loop a little bit? Like how different she she plays such a vastly different character. And like, she it's, it's weird. Cause like there's similarities in that both of those characters like kind of don't have a lot of agency or, or at least in the first Godfather, the first Godfather, I think she plays Connie and, um, the first Godfather is tough. Like she's, um, uh, her husband is abusive and like she's just um, trying to get out of that relationship and then in part two she's like kind of cycling through guys and she ends up I think she's nominated actually for part two for, for supporting actress but she's, she's, she's incredible in, in part two and you're right she's very um, very attractive in part two um, I th- but it's so it's, it's a very different role like Adrian is like kind of mousy and kind of quiet and reserved and like um, she's a little bit over the top in, in part one and she, there's a part in, there's a scene where she kind of goes for it in Rocky too, but she's, um, it's, yeah, the character is way different, which I thought was cool. That kind of just shows that yeah. she had a lot of range as an actress. Yeah. It's but, great. Like I think I love all these movies is, uh, and we'll get them as we go through them all, but like every single character in these movies, like has an arc or has a different arc. And it's great. Like watching them grow. Cause like, I don't want to get, but like Paulie's a real piece of shit in this movie. Like, and I forgot like how much of a piece of shit Paulie. Yeah, that in this hit movie. that hit me pretty hard. Just like I said, I I said earlier, I think when you were rebooting, like I thought maybe I had seen this movie when I was little, but I hadn't even seen it. I know it was the first time I had seen it, and just from the osmosis of like things, the internet, whatever, like that was something that struck me pretty hard. Was his character in the in this movie at least? How like yeah. Yeah, he was not a good person or whatever. Yeah, he's just he's a piece of shit. Like, I mean, we can all agree on that, also, right? Like, Polly's not great in this movie. 
Yeah, also to touch on the Adrian thing, uh, it, I thought it was funny because the other day, uh, I don't know, in one of the, in Slack somewhere, where it was brought up about um, like obviously gorgeous women or very pretty women being not very pretty movies <laughs> and how that's a thing. And you can obviously tell even in this movie, already, like in Rocky already, that she's very pretty and they make her like Arnold said mousy and like all subdued and got that stuff and, and very and very not like they try to very much subdue how pretty she is. And I thought it was just ironic that that came up the other day. Yeah. And while we're on the Adrian part, uh, I was talking about this with, with someone the other day, like today, I think it was my dad. And, uh, Man, this made in seventy six, but like watching that that apartment scene last night. Now it's two thousand twenty one, I guess. <laughs> is really cringy, right? Bro, that was rough. When he invites her, like when he invites her up, and the, yeah, can we take a moment to talk about how he has like eight beer bottles on the back of the couch? Like if you're gonna find a woman up the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching that scene. I was like, Rocky should be arrested. Like, come on, bro, like, stop. <laughs> Yeah, I w- that was bad. Like I was, I was like, oh no, it's not. Oh, it is. Oh, this is just. And it no. goes on like three minutes it too long. <laughs> oh, it's so long. Yeah, I had, I have a I note. I was my, like, I should call my brother. I'm just gonna now. yell out the window. I'm just gonna yell out the window. It's fine. It's cool. Like I'm like. There's oh, some of just... there's there's like that was kind of that was less cringy and I more laughed, but like oh the yeah a lot of that was terrible. Like. And you read interviews about it, and they're like, they're trying to like defend it. Like, oh, he's awakening in her. And like, I'm just like, ah, don't like this. Don't like this at all. It's, That's bad. It's, tough. It's, it's, com- it's completely bad. Like, she's well within. She's <laughs> com- she's right, right? Like, anytime, obviously, anytime a woman says no, obviously. But like, she's like, I don't know you. <laughs> like, I've never. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like, I don't know you. Be in a, I've been in a, I don't want to be in a, alone in a man's apartment. Like, there's no phone to even call yeah. anybody. Like. Rocky yeah. man, like that's not that's that's rough. That's real, real bad. Nothing. Good I wish from that. I could like wish we could like break down like Rocky's apartment. He has like numerous knives stuck in the wall. Dude, the the like, knife stuck in the wall, like the the brass knife stuck There's in like the wall with that that he puts his hat on. I I I love that. I noticed that right away. I was like, what the hell is that? He also has one stuck in his makeshift boxing cushion that he has wrapped around a pole. Like I assume that's what he uses that for. That that bed. That's wrapped around something, right? Oh, yeah. Or is that a mattress heating? wrapped around? Yeah, that's no, or it's a heating no, pipe and he doesn't want to touch it. Nah, I'm pretty you sure know. that's what it was. Apartment's a piece of shit. Like, just straight up shit. But, you know, I guess he only went 40 bucks for beating Spider Rico in the first fight, so I'm not sure what his income is. He's a shitty ass heavy. Let's that guy go not paying the whole $200. It's not good. But, sorry. I've already I like how, like, even, so going back to Creed, it's, like, the same, like, he's going, he's supposed to rough this guy up, and he's, like, you know, he's reading the list, and he pulls out his glasses, he's got the same glasses, he's got the same hat, it's, like, all of that is in Creed as well, and it's just really cool to kind of make the parallels, like, I was watching it, I rented the movie on YouTube, so I watched it on YouTube, and then there are certain parts where I, like, uh, you know, I would pause it, and I would pull up a new tab, and then I would, like, look at clips from Creed and kind of just compare to, to what I was just watching. Um, but I think that um, Coogler, Ryan Coogler, who directed Creed, like he just really did a really good job of um, echoing that movie and, and um, paying homage to it while at the same time um, centering it around, around um, Adonis Creed. It's just, it's, it's really, really cool to see it from like the Creed 
the Creed character's perspective, like Creed being the underdog versus, and then Rocky being like Mickey, basically. So, so that's why I wanted you on this show more than anything, because I know how much of a Creed movie fan you are. Yeah. And but you you had never seen this, so I thought it'd be interesting to see how like how you digested knowing who Apollo is only from that movie. I, mean, I don't know if you've seen Rocky, any of the other Rockies, but like or like Salone or like. Mickey's gym, you know, like, was it weird, like, seeing, the, like, because there's a lot of parallels. Like, it's it's kind of the same arc, right? Even the end, yeah, like, it, isn't Creed in the was, same way, right? Yeah, it was really kind cool. Of. I was I was talking to Elise about this earlier, um, earlier today, but I was like, that's when I, when I, when we, Elise and I saw Creed together on a date, and um, I told her, like when we saw the movie for the first time, I was like, I know he's not going to win because I know that Rocky doesn't win in the first movie. So, like that going, but seeing like the gym and things like that, it's like they, you know, they kind of rebuilt the sets for that. For I mean, obviously, they, or the exterior at least for Creed. But like, yeah, it was really cool to see, kind of just draw the parallels back to, and it's just it's really well well done. And as as far as your question about like. Apollo Creed. So I've seen I've seen Rocky Four, right? Which is like one of the most over the top eighties movies ever made. Everyone's seen Rocky Four. It seems like yeah. and that's And he's and... like such a he's such a caricature in that movie, Apollo Creed. Like he's 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 just so over the top. And in this movie it's just really he's like a shrewd like businessman. He's not even like the villain of the movie at all. Like this movie doesn't really have a villain. The villain in the movie is like Rocky's self doubt and like Pauly's self-doubt and it's like self self-doubt is the is really the villain of the movie because like apollo is just like i want to get this fight going like he's got his team there's like he doesn't hate rocky he doesn't, he doesn't antagonize rocky like yeah he's full of himself but like any heavyweight is going to be full of himself <laughs> but he's not like he's not the bad guy he's not the antagonist really he's just like um he functions as, in the story as um a challenge for rocky to overcome but not in a way where it's like he has to beat this guy. It's just like he has to beat his self-doubt so he can actually fight the guy. I've forgotten how little Apollo is actually in the movie because he's yeah. in the fucking ones. He's only in the scene. And he, he's just he's just, he's just trying to make a buck. I mean, Rocky makes 100. Didn't they say he, make, he makes 150K for fighting yeah. or something? Yeah, I was, I was kind of confused by that because – they did that really quick, and I was like, "Wait, so his like, just appearance fee, like to be in the fight, he's making that much money? Like, I was that was surprising to me because for where he's at in his life, that's life changing yeah. money. Like, no, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, especially when you're <laughs> maybe maybe upgrade that shitty apartment that <laughs> get throws some, some, some of higher, that shit out some higher quality beers <laughs> back in that couch. <clears throat> Move on the imports." <laughs> But, um, but yeah, it's it's amazing. And like, what did you all think? And I'll, I'll let Sean talk. For, like, what did you guys all think about the? Because I know like a few. Like, I know, I know I'm the only one that's seen all these movies. Like, what did you guys think of like Mickey in this movie? Like, like where where are you guys at on that? Like, because he's, I'm watching a scene in the apartment right now when he comes to like get, and that scene is just it's probably my favorite scene in the whole damn movie. Where he won't even listen to him. And Mick, Mick, Mick's a cocksucker. I mean, they're a lot of cocks. Like, he bags his locker, but really. He's not cocksucker because Rocky's not working. He's smoking. He's being a lone shark, whatever. But like, Mick's also <clears throat> trying to get paid, kind of. I don't know if getting paid is the right word, right? He sees his one shot in glory and he wants to take it. But that's, a t- that's tough. Like they're all like he just 
you understand yeah, where I mean, Rocky's coming from, right? Because yeah, to an extent, it's all these people that are, you know, on his side. As you know, as it is when it starts, but they're just to an extent trying to kind of ride coattails into like, hey, like this is for you, but it can be big for all of us, um, sort of thing. Um, and then I think some of that, you know, gets into the just, oh, you, you're, you know, Mr. Big Shot now and you're so important. It's just like, well, I mean, does he though? Like, he's not, <laughs> he's not out there like disrespecting and acting like, you know, none of these people ever existed. Like, he's just going out to fight a fight, you know, a fight that he even says before he goes and approaches me after he leaves the apartment of, you know, just, I'll, I'll get my face beat in. Like, it's fine. And, like, it's not like he was trying to big-time anybody, but, you yeah. know, it's not necessarily his his job to bring everybody up with him sort of thing. And This is literally the uh, the Brock Lesnar question from We're Not That Drunk, the uh, 150K to get him for Apollo Creed. Like, how much money is going to take for you to just get the shit kicked out of you? Like, like where are you at on Mickey, Arnold? Like, because obviously you say you saw four. He's not in four. So, like, is this the first time you, like, came in contact with the Mickey character? Was this movie? Yeah, I, I think that I think that Mickey is like everyone else in the movie and that the, this is a really smart thing that the movie does where, like, everyone has to overcome something. So, like, Mickey has to overcome, you know, or, or, or process or deal with him, you know, his past, which is, you know, he was like, I was I was a good fighter, but I had, you know, I didn't get my shot, but I can – um, I can help you get your shot, and he, he cuts Rocky off, we learn, because he's like he feels like Rocky's wasting his talent. And so he has to kind of, like, you know, overcome his pride or his ego or whatever else it is to, like, train Rocky and then also get Rocky to believe in, in him. Like, Mickey has to get Rocky to believe in Mickey, right? So yeah. it's um, they're, they're both just kind of striving towards, like, overcoming their self doubt or their or their meeker situation. So I think that, you know, it's the same you know, Paulie has to overcome stuff. Adrian has to overcome like just they have to overcome their their the parts of their personalities that they don't like, I guess. So I think that Mickey yeah. is, is similar to everyone else in that in that regard. Man, I love when he runs out to catch him on the street and like the music like up. That part is just an amazing part of the film. We gotta you know, talk about the music. Like the music in general is just. Like, <laughs> I, I will, I will go with the bat, and it pisses me off. And we can talk about it right now that "Eye of the Tiger" everyone loves, and "Gonna Fly Now" is a better fucking song than "Eye of the yeah, Tiger," and it, gonna it fly infuriates now. me. Incredible. It's incredible. Like, and that's a, that's another thing. I was gonna write this down, but yeah, um, the score. So like the score for Creed is it's done by Lewis Gorenson, who does you know he's incredible. He works with Coogler all the time. He goes score Black he scored Black Panther and won the Oscar for Black Panther, but like that, you know, Creed's theme that kind of, you know, like kind of echoes and it kind of borrows from from Bill Conti's score and like the you know, there's the, the way that the music sounds when he's fighting and it's so, you know, all, all these trombones and it's so triumphant and stuff like that. But, you know, when he's just kind of walking along the street or when he's having a conversation with someone and the moment is a lot softer and a lot lighter and the, the score is a lot lighter, um, that's also in Creed. So I thought that was dope, too. Uh, Ted? 
no. Oh no. Ted's just going. I he, thought we missed him. We missed uh, him again. What did you what did you guys think of the score? Uh I mean I thought I thought it was yeah. great. I mean I seeing it for the first time, like there were se- there were several points in the movie that um the music itself, the way that it was used, uh, like kind of sucked me into whether it's the emotion of the scene or whatever you want to call it, like brought, brought me in more invested into the movie. So like, that's something that, uh, I, I don't think happens a lot, uh, that, that the music alone itself alone kind of, kind of does that. So, um, although, so, Maybe this is just me and not realizing it, but did they – so the Rocky theme, did they like D-70s that to use, as they use it later in like Creed or whatever in some of the other movies? Or am I just, just now realizing how 70s some of the background of that is? I don't right. know. I think – oh, go ahead. No, I'm back now. I, I realize my mic was up on my head. That's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a night. I'm having a night. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, the music's great in this movie. That, that's, but the I was trying to, that's the Ted podcast yeah, experience, right? Oh my god. So, like, what I was trying to say was, I was watch, I'm watching this where he gets ready for his first workout. They say it's 28 degrees out. Like when he when he wakes up, he does the raw eggs. That cup's on his fridge. Do you guys that's think right. you guys could do? Four raw eggs, like first thing in the morning, like in a cup Hell that's no. probably never been washed. Never yeah, been washed. No. That's the same cup he uses every day, right? He doesn't wash that cup. He just I mean, does you it. Try like and... cold water, rinse it out real quick, maybe, but it's not actually like cleaning it. <laughs> yeah, it's maybe on his way up. Yeah, before he jogs out the door, he gives it a quick run under the sink, which in a from a rusty old faucet that's just. Yeah, man, he he's dying from some bacteria. This is the first point. time, and I've seen this movie a thousand times. The Rocky movies have got me through sometimes, and I never like it never really dawned on me that it takes place from November to January first. So he's jogging in December in Pennsylvania in the mornings. Like it has to be under thirty. Like has to be oh, yeah. under freezing every day. It's, it's gonna be cold. <laughs> That's another right. unique thing about the movie, too, I think, kind of just going along with what you said, like the timeline. Like, it's a very clear timeline that's very short, where it's like Apollo Creed or his team, someone in his team mentions that as a reason why a specific fighter doesn't want to fight, because like five weeks isn't long enough to, like, get in shape right. like that. Get in shape, yeah. But yes, jogging so. in Philly in November, like, that would suck. Jogging in general sucks, so. Well, I mean, I jog every day. Jogging does suck, but, I mean, 30 degrees every day would be awful. But, like, Dom, and speaking of Apollo's team, another really smart thing this movie does is, like, uh, Duke, who's not named in this movie, but his name is Duke because I've seen all the movies. More than once, he tells Apollo, this is a mistake, right? He's a, he's a southpaw. You shouldn't do this. When uh, when he's fighting in the uh, the freezer of, of, yeah. of Apollo. That's, like, that's like a great this dude, Yeah. Which, trivia, apparently Stallone hit that meat so hard on so many takes, his right hand's knuckles are now flat, apparently, which is weird. Like, that or his left hand, I guess, because he's left-handed. Like, I didn't know that was right. a thing, right? Like, apparently it's a party trick he does, outside of, you know, <laughs> all, all the HGH that he's constantly injecting into his body, I'm sure. And the oil that's but, still oozing from his pores from the later movies. 
<laughs> yes. So. If but, I had a Rocky Balboa and Rocky Balboa, I'm like, this guy is on steroids real bad. <laughs> I like Rocky Balboa. It's it's better. It's one of my favorite. It's probably my top it's, half. It, it is. Movies. It's great. I liked it. I saw it in high school. came out when I was in high school, went to the theater and saw it. And it's, he's really great, but I'm just like, this guy's really roided up. But it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. He's much, much skinnier now in this one. But uh, so what do you guys think of like, and this little trivia, like, so he runs up the steps. Do you guys know like the uh, the trivia behind the uh, step run that he does in this movie at all? Have you guys like did you guys like looked that up at all after you watched? The movie? I haven't. No, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so I have. The, I have no idea. So the the run that wasn't in the script, okay. But the guy who who created the Steadicam is friends with the director. And asked him to do like a, a demo reel of, of 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 him running up the steps, and then they needed to like show off that the steady cam would work, and that's how that came into this movie. Because that's the first time a steady cam shot's been in any movie where like because someone's falling really? up the steps and it stays that's actually, steady. That's actually ironic because there was there were a, there was a scene or two in the movie and I was like, damn, they need a steady cam for that. Well, yeah, well maybe not. But the well, step one I was think- like the first. Yeah, no, no, no. Obviously, they didn't use it for the whole movie. I was just that's that's funny because I had that thought at, at some point in the movie that wasn't the the stair scene. Um, I think there's a a shot during the fight with Apollo Creed, like they do from like kind of up above, and it has like part of the crowd, and it looks like there's somebody kind of walking through with a steady cam shooting towards the um towards the ring and I guess I had I guess made a mental note of that and I'm just like oh that's kind of interesting I don't know if they did that of like oh you know so you can show that this is getting broadcast on TV or if they just happen to catch that dude you know <laughs> shooting some scenes of maybe through uh, throughout the movie to test it out I don't <clears throat> but I did I did notice that at one point as he was walking through with his whole what looked like a rig for a steady cam anyway during the fight. <clears throat> so the way going along with that, the way the movie is shot in general is just really cool, really sophisticated. And again, this is stuff that doesn't really happen in some of the other movies that I've seen um in the series, but like the shots of the time where he's in the pet shop with Adrian and the camera like kind of goes through the bird cage and um there's a bunch of shots where it's like um, background and he's walking like the shot with him and the like the 12 year old girl walking her home and it's like the camera's really far away from them and they're like walking towards it like stuff like that is really good filmmaking and I feel like that kind of attention to detail kind of goes away as the series progresses maybe I'm wrong but well, it's, it's because I get, I mean, well because Stallone starts directing the movies right he, he yeah that's it I think quite a few of them and uh you know, I don't know. He doesn't start with them. I think it's the third one he starts directing. I'll check. But, like, I know he directs, like, the later ones. But, yeah. It, all right. We, all right. So, the, this is directed by a, a guy named – and I was wrong. He didn't win an Oscar for writing. He lost. And that's why I was so bitter that he didn't win one for Creed. But uh, it's directed by – God, I just saw his name. Robert Avenson. Did you guys – no, John Avenson. Do you guys know what other movies John Avenson wrote, directed by chance? I did know that he did. I think he did Rocky Five. 
He does um, do Rocky Five, which is weird. Him and Stallone like hate each other in this movie, and they change <laughs> the ending to Rocky Five, and that's it. Really pissed him off because Rocky was dying. Rocky Five. I don't know any of the other movies he's directed though. Anyone here? Got a guess? No idea. No idea. Nope. You know he directed a little movie called uh, "The Karate Kid." So. <laughs> what a resume! He, Damn. And eight seconds. If you're if you're a rodeo fan, he directed all three Karate Kids actually. Um, the song. So here's here's a real big trivia. The uh, wait wait wait, song wait wait wait. Wasn't there four Karate Kids? What about the Hillary Swank joint? <laughs> okay, fine. I hear rumors she's gonna show up on Cobra Kai. Like I've heard that a few times. So Bro, she shows up. I don't even watch that show, but like That show's amazing. The next, you should watch the next karate it. kid, man. man like, I tried to I tried to watch that show. I couldn't it didn't hook me. It's a great nineties so, movie that my sister and I watched a lot. So shout out to the next karate kid. Uh <laughs> speaking of the karate kid, um the song that is karate kid is supposed to be in one of the Rocky films. Like the uh, You're the Best was supposed to be in Rocky 3. But they went with Eye of the Tiger instead. So, there you huh. go. That's your little Karate Kid trivia. Damn. Uh, Bill, Conti, Bill Conti did the music for the next Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes full circle. I'm on the Wikipedia page right now, y'all. I'm telling you. It's true. <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, now I completely lost track of what I was going to say. So, did you all did, all right, so I know Sean and Jake. Did you know he didn't win this this fight when you watched it? Was it was that good enough like is that like in pulp culture for you two that going in you're like he doesn't win this fight? Or did was that did that shock you or surprise you, I guess? I guess I didn't ever realize that yeah, that he doesn't win it or that it wasn't that they have, you know, it's kind of that little almost a one-off moment where they say, you know, it's the split decision and that it's um, Apollo Creed wins. Um, I guess, it, it, yeah, if you would have asked me it yesterday before I watched the movie, I, yeah, I couldn't, I would have assumed probably that he wins, um, but I didn't remember, uh, I didn't know that for sure. And like I said, I'm watching this, I've, I've seen it before, times I've seen it have all probably been in the last five, ten years. Um so yeah, I did not uh I did not know that and it's not a thing that I guess sits in my mind. <laughs> if if I would have thought critically about it, I never committed it to like my brain through osmosis. But if I would have thought critically about what I knew about the series, I would have known. Uh I never really expected him to win. Um, they, they set it up really well, um, like w- with the scene when he comes back uh, the morning of or whatever, uh, when he when he goes to the arena and comes back and talks to Adrian, like his they set it up to the point of like all he's trying to do is prove that he can he can he can go the, the go the distance. Right. So I didn't ever expect him to win. But if you would have asked me the question and I didn't like in my brain when I went into watching the movie, I would have been like, uh Oh, I guess I don't know. Like, yeah, he's it's you know he's the hero of the story or whatever. But that's a really yeah. good point about how it doesn't like the way that it sets it up. It's like the ending of the movie. It's like the you know Creed is announced as the winner and like it's irrelevant. It's like it's just kind of tossed off in the background. Like the winner is Apollo Creed, and then the movie just closes on 
Rocky and Adrian like hugging and she tells him she loves him and like that's that's the the climax of the movie is them like overcoming their self doubt like we've been saying like he overcomes his self doubt meaning like he he tells her that he wants to go 15 rounds against uh, Creed which he does and she kind of is you know completely out of her like reserved shell or whatever and is just like you know embracing Rocky as and you know they're a couple now and like that's kind of just the end of the movie. Yeah, that's it's amazing the the arc of these movies and like we'll get into them as we get through them all. But like the first movie is not about the fight, really. It's just it's it's secondary. It's the uh, it's the plot of no, I it's, like, it's just part of the story arc is all it is. It drives everyone forward, you know. Where like the later movies, it the fight the fight's the big deal. And even in the second one, it starts going that way, and then by you know four he's fighting the Russian, and then by six it kind of like takes a backseat to it a little bit, you know, but like, it's, it's amazing how like, you watch this, like, I, I gave kind of like, you guys a warning, I'm like, this is a pure 70s, it's a slow movie, like, the first 45 minutes of the movie are slow, I apologize, I, I just, like, Sean's laughing, like, how, how rough was the first 45 minutes of this movie for you, Sean? I, until, I until, mean, it was not fantastic, I guess, watching it on a day that I was locked in Twitter jail, I guess, it helps me <laughs> pay attention, um, <laughs> So, but yeah, it's a, like I was on them earlier. There's some of those parts that they, they just kind of drag along, and and you can you I'm not can gonna lie, the second one's just quick. as long. The second <laughs> one's also in the same kind of mindset. It's a it's a slow slow little bit of movie, and then they speed up. Like the third one's like 92 minutes. It's short. Yeah. So I mean, I, I said it earlier. Uh, like there were definitely points in the movie that I had to like force myself to focus or whatever, but. Um, I, it also helped, like, it's an iconic movie, so I was just, like, trying to take it all in, uh, in general, just because of what the movie is and has become, so it wasn't, like, it wasn't painful to watch in, in any of those parts, it was just like, yeah, it gets pretty slow, so. So, it's amazing, like, alright, I'm gonna go through, like, I'm gonna ask you guys, because, like I said, this is one of my all-time favorite movies, we're gonna, we're gonna discuss some scenes, while I'm thinking about, it. like, do you guys have, like, a favorite scene we'll start with Arnold like Arnold is there like a favorite moment or scene for you in this movie that you're like that shit's great or a uh, goosebumps scene like I have a few but like do you have, do you have a favorite um, scene? The, the the scene that jumps out to me which is kind, it's kind of a random scene but it's one that we've discussed already but it's it's when um Creed and um what's his, what's his trainer's name Duke, Duke, Duke. When when Duke is watching Rocky um, fight and or you know hit the hit the um, meat in the freezer, and he's like, "Yo, I don't know if you want to mess with this dude," but like they're like that's happening in the foreground, but in the background is them like trying to like figure out the logistics of the fight and everything like that. And I got to shout out one of the dudes, one of his like business handlers, like looks like my dad did in the seventies. So I got to shout him out with like the big old, the huge beard, full beard and shit. Like, if you look at pictures of my dad from the 70s, like, that's what he looks like. Um, but, like, I just think that that was really cool because it shows, like, kind of the mechanics of, like, the fight, of trying to get this fight. Like, it's a re- it's a very realistic terms of, you know, this – I mean, it's not realistic that, like, the heavyweight champ would, like, fight a random dude like Rocky, but, like, just them trying to, like, um, you know, promote the fight and, you know, um, 
go on TV and then, you know, figure out where it's going to be. Like, all that, all that like, little background It's amazing stuff. that, like, it's on TV. But at the same time, all all summer during the pandemic, we three of us here were betting on UFC on right. ESPN. But, like, it's amazing that it's just on TV. Like, they're at a bar and it's on, like, a black and white TV. It's just on TV. But anyways, yeah, go ahead. So, so like that, and then like I'll also we've been talking about the music, but like a random thing, just a part of the movie I liked was like the actual music cues that are in the movie. That it's not the score, but like there's like in the beginning he's walking down the street and it's like a bunch of white dudes singing R and B, just kind of <laughs> random. Like, I, but I like that. And then like there's the trivia that was Frank Salone, his brother in that it? band. Wow. Yeah. So there's that, and then there's the cue, there's the music cue with "Summertime Madness" by Cool in the Gang, which is incredible. Which is the the song that like um, Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff sample for "Summertime." Like that's just he's like sitting down in his apartment, and then like the "Summertime Madness" by Cool in the Gang comes on. I'm like, damn, this movie's crazy. So, but that's my those are my favorite parts of the movie. About about you, Sean? You have like a favorite moment or movie that like stuck out uh, to you while you were in Twitter jail? Yeah, I guess kind of piggybacking on what Arnold said when uh, when they have that moment of, uh, you know, in whatever room it is, uh, almost like a study or whatever, when uh, that new story runs and and um, Apollo's trainer sitting there and he's like, hey, you know, you you might come check this out like this kid, this kid's going to bring it. Then you know, and Apollo makes like a one-off of just like I'm bringing it to, or so you know something along those lines. While he's just oh yeah, man, I got this. I'm gonna bring it. Man. Yeah, I'm bring yeah it. he's he's ten feet away dealing with like how to promote the fight or whatever about if they're gonna promote it in Canada or however the ins and outs were. Um, but uh, I don't know. Outside of that, like that one kind of stood out, and then. Um, some of those, some of those that go on like in the meat packing plant when it's just like, it's just like he starts off as like in the same day of just like doesn't even want to touch it or be near any of the carcasses, and then like ten minutes later he's just punching the shit out of them, and like that just becomes his <laughs> training routine, and it's just like that's that's a weird little uh, turn of uh, turn of faith on on how you feel about that, but like is. No, it's a cool little plot point and in, in storyline in it that I hope nobody's using to this day. It feels unsanitary, but um, but yeah, it's, I guess it's sort of the little thing throughout. I don't know if there's a full scene necessarily that stood out the most, but there's a lot of little parts throughout that were pretty cool to again because you know it is an iconic movie and uh, you get those spots where. Uh, when he's doing like the training montage and they're running that, uh, running the music and he, you know, he ramps it up and he climbs up the stairs and, you know, he does the big arms over his head, fist pumping, like that stuff's cool. It still kind of gave me like goosebumps, even though you, even just that alone, like you've seen it a thousand times in your life. Oh yeah. The montages, all these movies montages are great. Like, like, and apparently like they did that shit like gorilla style. So like, when that guy throws him the orange, he, like, didn't realize what the fuck he was even, like, involved in. Like, he just, like, <laughs> run, like, through, like, the market, you know? Like, like, like yeah. I mean, it's the first, like, I'm not, I'm not saying it's the first one that had a montage, but, like, then from here on out, you know, it becomes that thing. But, about you, Jake, do you have, like, a, a favorite scene? I'm kind of, like, it's weird because I have, like, a bunch, and, like, you guys aren't talking about, like, 
my favorite one. So we're gonna we're gonna get to them. Well, well, yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see if I hit one. So for me, and I already mentioned it, it's the like the night slash morning before him waking up, going to the arena. Uh, for some reason, the promoter's there, and he points out that the his the picture's wrong because his trunks are like reverse of what's oh, on the yeah. banner. That's great. And like, and then no one's, no one's gonna care, right, or something, right? Yeah, it's basically like it doesn't matter. Uh, is basically what the promoter says. You're gonna put these. He says it's not gonna matter. It's not gonna matter because uh, you're gonna put on a hell of a show. Uh, basically, just dismissing it. Also, I don't know, but I hope someone has it because it'd be amazing. <laughs> Uh, but so so it's kind of that whole thing. It's not a montage, but he goes and then he comes back to his apartment where he had left Adrian sleeping, and he like kind of crawls into bed with her, and he and he just says like I can't do it. And her response is, "What are we gonna do?" Which I really thought jumped out because like they had like they'd been together, but it was a very much like okay, like they're a, they're a thing, and they're they're supporting each other. And what are we gonna do? And he says the gonna go the distance i'm just gonna i'm gonna show everybody that that i'm not just a bum from the neighborhood because he knows he can't win but he knows he can at least will himself to do that that was yeah that's the my favorite scene but yeah that's that's a good scene like i like he uh and like right before that like he like leaves or something because she asked him right are you scared or right and like and then he walks outside and he's like i lied i i am scared or something I forget like the context of it, right? But like, yeah, like yeah, that that whole that part of the movie great. is him like finally, like to her, like being vulnerable and accepting like how he actually feels about it and whatever. So, are we going to talk about like, how many great parts are in like the fight itself? Because like the fight has so many great parts. Like, I'm gonna go through them here real quick, and we're gonna go through them. He's never had his nose broken, right? That's a, he says that many times. Yep. There have my nose broken. What, first round? I think, yeah, first round. Nose. And Mickey's like, oh, it's an improvement or some shit, right? You know, like, but like my well, that first, first, that first round was That first round was a lot, right? Because, so he, he knocks he, him like, down. Knocks him down. Knocks Apollo. Rocky knocks Apollo down, and then yeah, Apollo's like, "All right, well, I guess I'm done fucking around," and breaks his nose. All in the like, those two things both happen in the first round. And and Duke has an amazing quote that I use all the fucking time when I was playing somebody, and they're like a huge underdog, and then they they get a header or whatever, and it's like he doesn't think it's a goddamn show. He thinks it's a goddamn fight. You know, yeah. like that seems great. Um. I, my, my favorite scene in the whole goddamn fight movie is like he gets knocked down. I think it's in round fourteen, and Mick and the cornermen are like just like just pleading to stay down, just stay down, right? They're screaming at him, and like he just refuses to. He just ref- he's not gonna stay down. He's gonna get back up, you know. And then he breaks Apollo's ribs, and then it goes over to like, and Duke's like telling Apollo he's going. He, we got to end this fight, and Apollo's like, you ain't in this shit, you know. The whole like sequence, or like all the managers are like, you guys like just beat the shit out of each other. We gotta stop it. We gotta stop this fight. And like, both these guys are like, or the scene where like he knocks him down, and then like he gets back up, and Apollo like just like shrugs. That part's great. Like he's like, God damn it, right? Like, yeah, he's he back up. A, yeah, he knocks him down, and he does his whole you know dance dance walk away. You know, just all right, sealed it, and then it's just 
turns around and he's standing in this corner in the restaurant letting him go and just well goddamn I, I guess I'll punch you in the head a couple more times and another <laughs> no, another like, part of the fight that reminds me again it's an echo in Creed and Creed when he fights uh, Ricky Conlon Creed is the first one to ever put him on the mat and it's the same in, yep. in Rocky like Apollo Creed had never been put on the mat but Rocky was the first one to do it so that's another like little parallel but like my all time favorite moment of this movie and of it's high up there in all the Rocky movies the entire movie they they punch into your face that Paulie's an asshole and Paulie is an asshole he's a terrible fucking person in this movie and he's there and he's fighting at the end of the mat and like he's just he's fighting with that security guard and he just in that moment he like lets Adrian into the ring. Like that shit just goosebumps at that moment. Like just straight up. It's probably my favorite movie, moment in the movie. Like when he lets her into the ring, like he like he realizes that it's not about him anymore. Right? Right. It's about her and he needs to like let her have the, let her get to him. Right. That was a great that shuttle just, moment for sure. So and the whole like <laughs> what's this on the back of your robe? Uh, the meat packing place. What'd you get? I gotta get the robe. What'd he get? Three thousand dollars. Yeah, he's like, screwed. <laughs> or uh, Paulie gets three thousand dollars, and I get a free free robe or whatever he said. Yeah. <laughs> and Mickey's like shrewd or some shit. Like, you know, like I don't know. The whole the whole fight's great. All the fights get better. I mean, I I don't want to like spoil them for everyone else, but like it's they all they all like they all get better. But this one's great. Like it's just. But I really like that moment when Paulie lets him in the lets lets her in the ring. You know, the Yo Adrian, you know, is is iconic. Which were you guys? All right, were you guys waiting for the Yo Adrian? We did it part, and it wasn't in this movie. Were you guys waiting for that, or is that just me? Because I know it's well. I think that's just you. <laughs> yeah. It, okay. I guess kind of like. I, not necessarily waiting for it, but you know it's coming more than you know it's. Uh, I think it was the first time that like I noticed, uh, like he's obviously got all the microphones and the reporters trying to you know yell questions at him, and somebody says something about a rematch, and he he makes like it's the only time he almost acknowledges them, and he's like I don't care or something like that. No, like, no. yeah, it's very quick in there. And and then he just you know he goes back to hollering for Adrian and, and I was like oh I never noticed that, that part's before, great but... yeah that great part that's also also amazing in this movie like they're hugging and uh, Creed's like there won't be no rematch and uh, yeah, I don't Sloan's want one like I don't want one <laughs> so but yeah it's just and and I fucked up the part it's it's uh it's after Paul is being an asshole when he goes doesn't that shit bother you and then. Rocky walks outside and he like tells Adrian that it did bother him, you know, but they were all talking down to him, you know, but is there anything on your like outline, Arnold, that like we haven't touched on yet that you like go down that like Avenue or road, I guess, or do you want to talk about? Not really. Just, um, I I wanted to hit on like the 70, the seventiesness of it. And then the music, obviously. And then, the way that it echoes with Creed, and um, I haven't seen Creed two yet, but um, you know I'll I'll get to it. Creed is a perfect movie, and I love it, so it's tough for me. The one, the last thing I'll say, um, and this kind of goes back to what we were talking about, where you asked about 
if we knew that he had lost the fight or not. Like that's another major thing in Creed. Um, it's 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 a major thing, but it's not. It doesn't overwhelm the movie. But like when he first meets Rocky in the restaurant, and he's like, you know, because um, in 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 Rocky two, Rocky beats Creed, right? Spoilers. So <laughs> what? So, so in, in, but in Creed, he's, he says in Creed, he's like, you know, you, I heard that there was a third fight between the two of you, implying that like, you know, they split the first two fights, the first two fights. And then it's like, you know, so what happened in the third also fight? Also spoilers. Right? Like, have you, have y'all not seen Creed? <laughs> no, I'm Sorry, not. Sorry, I absolutely have. I love Creed. That shit's old. I don't matter anyway. I don't really Sorry, other Rocky if, movies. If you, if you haven't seen, if you haven't seen Creed, it's a phenomenal movie. No, but he's like. No, the other, but, the other Rocky movies was I was talking about. Oh, Sorry. right, right. But like, but Rocky tells him like Apollo won. Apollo won the third fight behind closed doors. So, um, I wanted to shout that out. But great movie. I'm glad we watched it. I'm glad you asked me to to be on here to discuss it because it's it was it was really good. And I'm I'm glad that I also watched the first two Godfather's movie Godfather's movies before this. Are you gonna watch? Are you gonna watch uh, Godfather Coda? Or are you gonna watch the original Godfather Three? When you uh... I'll probably I'll probably watch both. Honestly, I haven't. I'm. Getting around to watching the third one, but I'll probably watch both of them. Cool guy that has four hours of free time to watch a Godfather film. Like I got two kids, man. I gotta I gotta fit it in when I can. I, I, I had three nights alone. Like, My family was out of town recently, and I like I gotta watch like all these long movies for two straight nights. I never had time to watch. I'm like I can start yeah, at man. eight o'clock. Like Wednesdays cool. are, my, are my movie days, and I was gonna I I ended up finishing Rocky Wednesday night because you know. Uh, Wednesday during the day, I was glued to my phone. But uh, yeah, it's yeah, that's happened that I, day. <laughs> Wednesday. Wednesdays are my are my movie slash TV watching days because I get the house to myself. <laughs> so, how about you, Sean? What's your notebook? Anything left in that notebook before we um, get random for the last little bit? No, I think I think that pretty well hit everything I had. Anyway, I'm not seeing anything necessarily to. To to throw out there, so it 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 hit all my bases anyway. All right, Jake, about your notebook. The only thing that I think that's on my list of notes that's worth even mentioning is when he ma- when he tells him to cut his fucking eyelid open and it like squirts <laughs> all right. over his face. I couldn't figure out what that was. Is it his? It's his eyelid that like review, so, like the so relieve the pressure, right? He, he couldn't see. Yeah. So you cut his he cut his eyelid open to get the pre- the swelling out, so he could at least maybe see out of the eye a little bit. Right. Is what so it was. It but, a little bit. But yeah. it was it was pretty excessive. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah, it was it was so much blood. <laughs> But no, I, I we we pretty much hit everything. I, I don't really have anything else that's probably uh, con- like super conversational. Arnold's not going to bring up that George Fraser's in this movie for all of thirty seconds. Like they brought him out. Yeah, Joe, Joe Fraser. Fraser. Crazy, George. That's that's that was wild. That was like George hey, Foreman, Joe Fraser, whatever. Yeah. After you know that was at the end of the, at the end of the movie, right before the fight starts. That was dope. So yeah, like, that was Arnold's- like a random thing. I was like, oh, that's I. Like I had, ne- I didn't know that that was a thing at all. So, so Arnold, while I was gone, you brought up like boxing fan, being a boxing fan, and like this thing you like appreciate movie. Like, I feel like if, and this is such an asshole thing to say, if boxing matches were more cinematic, like boxing matches, we'd all be fans, right? Because like they like, 
and when you ever watch a movie that's a boxing match, it's always like, holy shit, this is crazy. But then you watch a real boxing match, and it's it's entertaining, but it's not like you know how it, how. Well, an, a, a, an actual boxing match is like a chess match. It's not just like throwing punches all the time. Yeah, there's a lot of strategy that goes into it, and it's a lot less. I mean, you're conserving energy. A lot of boxing is is conserving your energy so that you can you know strike at the right time. So it's it's definitely, um, you know, for for movie scenes, it has to be more exciting. It has to be more action packed as as in terms of um, a lot more punches thrown, a lot more clo- close quarters combat. It's not as much like that in real life. But like I did find myself, I remember being in the theater for seeing Creed the first time. I was like saying things out loud, like. <laughs> like it was an actual fight. I was just like, he needs to keep his left up. But I was, just, I had to like remind myself, like this is a fake fight, like it's for <laughs> Yeah, I was I'll, like I'll, that, I'll... Uh, late in the fight in this one. I don't remember exactly what round it is, but like even the announcers make a comment about how like Rocky's just not even putting his Can't hands up. Like he's just, up. he's yeah. just getting absolutely blasted in the That's face. That's how Rocky is. He just, he just gets punched in the face. <laughs> like, just gets destroyed. He's gonna die out there. <laughs> like, pretty, uh, pretty sure the Diaz brothers just watched Rocky over and over when they were little, and they're like, yep, that's what I'm gonna do with my life. <laughs> just get punched in the face until the other guy's tired. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, just, literally, he, in one of those movies, I think that's his fucking strategy. Like, he's just gonna take the hits. Because he can't. Like, I, I think I'm pretty sure it is. So, like, Arnold, are you, like, more inclined to, like... Because I remember when we did the uh, culture check on Die Hard, you are like, I got to check out the rest of them. Are you more inclined now to, like, track down the rest of the Rockies? Or are you, like, just, like, I'm just going to watch Rocky 1 and Creed 1 and that's and then Rocky about Bo when you're in, in college and you make me feel old? Um, are you, <laughs> I was just, in high school, actually. Are you... <laughs> oh, oh, better. So much better. <laughs> that was my junior year, I think. It came out in 06. Um, I'll watch. I'll watch. Um, yeah, I need. I'll. I'll. I'll go. There's a lot of movies on my list that I need to see. So it's and it's. You know, I, I talk about all these movies that I watch, but it takes me like a long time to watch movies, especially since I'm. Um, like I've, you know, people are working. Um, yeah. Working for all stuff. Rankings. I have. I have a ranking somewhere, and I think Rocky Two, is my second favorite one. I'm gonna check it up here. I'm a big fan it's of Rocky tough. too. Yeah, I, I'm I'm in school as well, so like I I have to carve out the time to to do stuff. But yeah, um, I do I I like Rocky Four. I have a fondness for it just because it's so over the top, and I saw it at such a young age. But like, um, I mean Creed is like one of my favorite movies, maybe my favorite movie ever. So, and it's very much in the Rocky lineage. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, so I have Rocky Two after Rocky One. I have my rankings right here. I'm looking at them. I have Rocky, Rocky Two, Creed, Rocky Babo, Rocky Four, Rocky Four, Five, and Rocky. Three. I don't like Rocky Three, which we'll get into. Um, Creed Rocky is probably uh, with Clubber Lang, right? Yeah, I, 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 it's a real shitty reason why I don't like it. I can't get into it without spoiling it, but uh, I'm a bitter person and I hold grudges. That's the, that's I, the best. The line though, the, all I know is where he's like, "What do you expect from the fight?" And he's like, "Pain." <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, it's it's the shortest one. I like guess it's like ninety two minutes. It's really short. It's a short it's a short ass movie. And uh and it's uh and it, it defines the uh it's just uh, my level so Apollo Creed is like the closing way to an antagonist in this movie, but like he literally becomes a protagonist 
by the end. And then, you know, yeah. then Creed happens. And it's just, it's an amazing, like, I don't know. And Creed 2, I think, should end the movies, but I feel like they're going to make another one. Maybe. Mm. Are they making another one? I think that's where I saw yeah. that in the trade. I actually saw the other day that apparently Michael B. Jordan is going to direct Creed 3. Taking Which the, taking the like, sly route. <laughs> right? That's like the perfect parallel, almost, right? Yeah, of, crazy. Of him. So, but, I don't know. I'm excited to discuss the Rocky movies. Arnold, you're always welcome. You want to join us for these? These are going to be, it's going to be a trip. We have until baseball season, which I think is in three months. I don't know the math. So, <laughs> fingers crossed. We only have seven months. Yeah, seven weeks. Or Wow. I'm, yeah, math's not my strong suit. Seven three months. months. Yep. Hey, don't wish it into existence because we're. <laughs> It'll be fine. I think it's like I think I think my buddy told me it's like eighty six days or something. Oh, we can get well, like anything, you know. Super new, but so we then we might have to actually speed these up to like once a week. Thanks. There's seven more movies left. So if it's eighty six days, that's ten weeks. No, twelve weeks. I'll get there. I'll get there. Over twelve weeks. <laughs> Fuck you. I was a Appreciate y'all for having me, for having me on, yep. man. I really, gonna... I really enjoyed it. All right, take care, Arnold. I'm gonna get the uh, X music. Everyone have a great night, and uh, we'll talk to you later. All right, later, y'all. See you guys.